Welcome to Absolutely Not Sis, where we discuss all things grief, life, turning 30, speaking your truth, and learning how to say absolutely not sis in a world where we're all conditioned to say yes, yes, yes. Kia ora na. Oh, hey there, girlfriend. How is it going? It is absolutely fabulous. How are you doing? Oh, so good. So good. We've just been absolutely chit-chatting. We, um, Courtney came over, what time? 1.30? Just after 1.30. We could have just recorded a whole part two on grief just before when we were eating our sushi. I know, but here we are at 3pm. Here we are at 3pm. Chat, chat, chat. And we finally made it. <laughs> and we finally started. So welcome. Thank you for coming back. Thanks, everybody. And a massive thanks to everyone that tuned in to our episode two about grief. Yeah, that was a that was a wild, heavy, emotional ride, but very therapeutic. A lot of people Incredibly. said, like, yeah, that was like a really good space for you and Corny just to let it all out. Absolutely, and we were um, so blown away with the feedback, eh? Like, incredibly. So many people, friends, people that we knew in our high school days, um, just people that... Strangers? Yeah, people that didn't even know us reaching yeah. out and just being like, thank you so much for that episode and um, so much love to you guys. And yeah. it was really, like, beautiful and a bit overwhelming. We didn't really expect it. Little, it. Yeah, a little overwhelming. I think we just wanted to obviously share our story and... And I didn't really go into the chat thinking that we were giving out, like, advice. No. But I think as we naturally discussed things, and then obviously we gave out our little toolkit and tips for supporting people. And just side note, if anyone heard, I actually said, one of my tips is, if you have lost a friend or family <laughs> member, just support them. <laughs> I was meant to say, if you've had a friend lost yes. a friend or family member, I listened back, I was like, you can't support them, they're bloody dead. What am I going to do? R.I.P. R.I.P. You can't support them anymore. <laughs> so, I didn't yeah. even pick up on it until you messaged me and I was like, yeah, oh, that God. makes a lot of sense. I was waiting for someone to be like, how are we supporting the person that's passed? I was like, whoopsie. <laughs> Um, but it was it was yeah it was really nice just to to get all the feedback and everyone yeah. just taking that time to message and it's something we're quite passionate about and you'll mm. hear it in today's ep about taking the time to message somebody with something that you appreciate or love about them and obviously we're in a public platform so people are naturally fe probably feel more inclined to do that but you can do that with your friends or family you send them a little message and say hey um, I really appreciate you and I hope you had a great weekend. Absolutely. And yeah. I feel like um, I can definitely put my hands up and say, you know, I've not been the best at doing that, but this is my year to really work on the things that I yeah. haven't been the best at. And that's something I really want to work on and was very um, touched by all the friends that reached out to us and were like, hey, look, we may not have been the best friends at the time of your grief and we're really sorry about that. But we just want to let you all know, even though we've had chats with you, um, we don't hold any of that against you. Not like, at all. Like I mentioned as well in the last episode, I really struggled to connect with my friends because I just wasn't in that space. And so mm. it definitely wasn't a fault of anyone's other than just grief is a really tricky thing. It's, and so we're not always going to know what the right thing to do is, but we so... Um, appreciate everyone having a chat yeah. with us and reaching out and just being honest just being honest and again just because it was a grief episode you can still send back some constructive criticism <laughs> if there was anything where you're like yeah guys that was a little too long but <laughs> as we said we couldn't really condense that down anymore and on that note I kind of listened to the 18,000 times um but I did a big reflection back on how I explained my story and I was so proud of the way I spoke and you know um, the story that I told about my mum's passing but I also kind of thought that I was you know she was kind of painted in a bit of a doom and gloom light and anyone that knows or knew my beautiful mother she was such a bright bubbly outgoing energy a lot of people had no idea she had 
mental illness, um, let alone bloody bipolar, which is, you know, it was quite a manic bipolar as well, the extreme highs and the manic lows. Um, so I just wanted to give her, give mum a little shout out if there's podcasts up in heaven, um, mum. Um, she was amazing when she was medicated and balanced and well. She was the best mum in the world. She raised our, us four Watsons with the most incredible manners, um, made sure we said our pleases and thank yous. We were all very respectful um, and she was an amazing cook, amazing, you know, sewer. She was a, is a sewer a word? So, seamstress. Seamstress. There you go. Yeah, seamstress. She used to make all my siblings' clothes. Um, amazing bake, amazing gardener, pretty much housewife and mum of the year. Unfortunately, it was those times of her mental illness that got the better of her, which I will touch on a lot over the episodes on some certain traumas because I know that they will help others. Um, but I just wanted to dedicate our little friendship episode to mum because she really was my best friend and in the sort of last five years, like from 25 to 30, when she then passed. And I was only bloody 28, I think. But anyway, her and I became best friends. I would share absolutely everything with her, message her from London at any time of the day, crying about bloody a pimple, or <laughs> I had the shits on the tube, like anything. <laughs> and she would have stressed yeah. out the fact yeah. that you had the shits on the tube 100%. and would never have let it go. She exactly. would have not stressed, wouldn't have slept about over no, it. Yeah, 100%. And she was just, the mo- if anyone knew her, she was just incredibly proud. Like I only had to fart and she would pretty much announce it on Facebook <laughs> on how proud she was. So on that note, I just wanted to dedicate this um, to my beautiful mum because she was my best friend and I miss her dearly. Shout out Mama Watson. Shout out. Well, she was Mama Genders, but well, you know, true. You know yeah, she had a true, lot of names. So. She had all the names. She had all the names. And, um, you know? fuck yeah, she did a good job on you, kids. Oh, she would be so stop. proud of all of you. Oh. You're just all amazing. Thank you, darling. You go, Mama. Yeah. Um, and so speaking of that, you mentioned how your mum has like been your best friend, especially mm. in those later years. So today's episode is going to be on friendship. Yay. Um, and we feel like this will probably connect with a lot of people because obviously we have friendships in our life and we've yeah. had lots of different friendships over our lifetime. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to discuss that with you guys and talk about some of our expectations, some of um, the experiences that we've had mm. and kind of, um, yeah, just kind of have a chat about yeah. that. Mine, I mean, that prob- it'll probably be a bit of like a... Um, I hate the word gloat, but is that a word? Like a gloat session? A like, gloat sesh. I am one, again, bit of a reflection in my last two eps. I'm really just plugging out, oh, my beautiful bestie here, my beautiful bestie there. And that might sound a bit fluffy to some people, but I, I don't know, I've just been really, really blessed in this lifetime with an amazing abundance of good quality friends. Yeah. You know when people say, oh, it's about the quality, not quantity. Yeah. For me, I think when I meet people from my day one friends to adult friends, I just can find and and I just form such a strong connection with people that I then really refer to them as my besties. Of course, I've got my nearest and dearest in a handful, but I do throw that term around because I feel like I have such a, they are best friends. They're beautiful, near and dear friends. There needs to be another term for it. Well, it's so funny you bring it up because I have such a, like I'm very interested, I'm very... I feel weird about the word bestie. Really? And so I put it down in the notes about what we're going to chat about. I was like, mmm, the connotations yeah. about the word bestie. Yeah, that's And a good I remember one. when I was younger, I really struggled with people using the word bestie because I feel like I, you know, when you're younger, there's so it's, much, especially now that I've got a child and I watch him, he's three yeah. and he talks about his best friends. And that's yeah. the language that we've really put into him. Yeah. Um, that's something that he kind of has experienced through kindy. But I remember way back to primary school and stuff, how 
maybe this is just my personality type too, yeah. but how let down I was when I heard people say that someone else was their bestie and I oh, felt my heart was friend. ripped out. Yeah. And I know that for some people, that's just a beautiful way to yeah. say how much they love a person that's, and that's their friend. That's like and the that's you. appreciation that's, yeah, level. That's yeah. like, there needs to be another word, right? Yeah. Like they say, we need to invent a word. But like, so for me, I felt, I wanted to be like, how do we feel about that word? Because I noticed yeah. in the last episode, you used it a lot for a lot of different people. A lot of different friends. And so like, there wasn't, and because you know, when you're growing up, your best friend is your one best friend. You yes. can't have anyone else. You know, it's just, <laughs> know. just the one. It's just Tahi. Yeah, Tahi it is. Yeah. Tahi Ehoa. Is it a Ehoa friend? Yeah, anyway. Oh um, you've you're got the, a girl. You're the teacher. You go, I'm girl. the Maori, but you're the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know more than me. <laughs> um, and so, I, yeah, I felt really negative about people using bestie. And so, like, some of my friends use it a lot for other friends. And I'm yeah. always like... There's like this very tiny part of me that's like, what about that's this? just that's just an old but childhood I, trauma and a childhood yes. trigger where you may there might have been times you never felt good enough to be that person's best friend in the sandpit because they didn't call you their best friend that last time. And I was time. probably a psycho bitch, and I probably said, if you don't do that, I'm not going to be your best exactly. friend. And they were like, absolutely not, peace out, hun. Like, yeah, we don't need that. They they taught you absolutely not. They from sure the did. And you didn't even bloody know. They sure did. But I just um I I think it's because you know will lead into like the ages and stages and seasons and reasons and that's why you have these friends and for me it's those best friends from from school that were there for me right through all the mum um, dramas right from when I was like 13 14 mm-hmm. like Alana Cass Abby Stace they were all there unconditionally and they are still what I would call my best friends today mm-hmm. and that's over 15 years of friendship yeah and we don't constantly see each other we're not catching up for coffee we don't go out for wines we see each other when it matters and I know that they're there when it matters and that is the kind of friendship that I am 110% behind yeah I'm all for that exactly low maintenance friends low maintenance and friends then, and then you have friends that we meet as adults and yes but then I can meet someone and think oh my god you're my best friend no, <laughs> you're my best no, friend no that makes me sound like a no but you head, but I like think when real... you're an adult you kind of know what you're looking for in a friend right yes. like it's and you yeah. you are so self-assured about that because yeah. you're older you've learned through your experiences exactly absolutely yeah and what did what would you say like your sort of not <laughs> this sounds real bitchy what's your friend criteria but like what to you if you were to go and meet someone on the street how would you be able to identify that they are kind of ticking your boxes yeah. and what you would want it's just that real low level stuff like I just yeah. want someone who you can vibe with someone yeah. that the conversation flows it's not difficult vibe. like yeah. it's not like you're picking at straws to find something to talk about yes. it's not that fucking shit like um what's it called like um Small talk. Small I don't want a small talk with I no don't one. want to talk about the weather or COVID, no. okay? I'm just going to put that out there I right now. I want a friend that you... And, like, I definitely want friends that have the same interests as me. I do love that, but it's not all about that either. It's yeah. just a vibe. Fuck off. Loud oh, I know. If you can hear that, we're so sorry. Laura lives on the busiest intersection of the world. Yeah, it is insane. Um, but, no, I think it's definitely that low-level stuff. Vibe, for sure. Yeah. Um, kind of, yeah, like... And I look for the low-maintenance stuff in it. Like, if I meet someone and I'm really enjoying them cool if they message and we want to talk or something but like I don't want to have to see them every minute of the day you, from there on you don't need to be braiding the hair every day you don't need to be let's go for a coffee and a walk around the lake every single Saturday yeah it's, no it's you guys should as adults we should be able to naturally like magnetize towards each other and know when each other needs that wine you yes. know I mean, you, again you and I have only really hung out and done a few dinner dates in, yes. in 18 months for example yeah but when we see each other 
that's how we measure the the level of our friendship because it's full of love good energy good vibration and I just walk in and it's just like a complete at ease yes like I just feel like we just pick up where we left off exactly and it's, it's been like that even since like you know after we lost touch a little bit when you moved back to Morrinsville yeah we like kept in touch via social media yeah. and stuff and I watched your life over in London and exactly. we kept that and I feel like as soon as you came back it was like nothing had changed and that's, and that's the kind of friendship really I think yeah and what was quite interesting is when I was trawling back through Courtney's first Facebook page <laughs> to find that stunning collage that we posted. Thanks to everybody that photo. Gorge. How stunning are we? Why were we Do not you know what my favourite thing is is that two out of four of those were in the in front of the toilets. Oh my at god! School. One was in the Takofata toilet, college the, toilet, and the other one was outside of it. And you know why? And I literally had a big think back, and I was like, most of my memories with Laura are in the toilet because sis had braces, and she <laughs> oh, yeah, she's a teeth gal, so she was like, come with me to check my braces. Vein, and she had a little mirror, vein and yeah, teeth. She gel. had a little mirror, and she was like, I'm just checking, <laughs> and she would check her braces all the time. Oh god, and so, so we were literally in the toilets probably 90% of the time checking of, your teeth a lot of the time oh but, my god that's, but, but that's the memory. best yeah toilets. bathroom chats bathroom chats chat. that could be another we were podcasting for a long time exactly. just without the technology um but yes yeah, so I was tra- trawling through and trying to find like I knew I'd posted some pictures but it was really special because um a lot of the posts too and because you know you go Facebook friends yes. see friendship yes and we were wishing each other happy birthdays every year for as long as I can oh, remember so it nice. would be like happy birthday can't wait to see you Sunday and then the next one's like happy birthday and we just have beautiful things to say and then it was happy birthday from London and mm. then your 21st one and then um yeah there was another couple of special birthday ones and I was like to be honest I didn't remember that no, I don't I literally don't either I'll have to show you later I didn't realize we kept in contact that much but again we're soul sisters and there was something there that just knew that person's important I want to wish them a, and even though it's only on Facebook but, but it's, still, it's still how like we've progressed in this lifetime yeah. is keeping in touch that way and I feel like I will always remember when you left TK at, in high school it, it was so upsetting because I felt like I'd really found oh, such a good see, friend I remember that. no but I probably didn't tell you that but it was heartbreaking I was like oh. she's just coming now she's going again like it was so hard it was at the end of term three I think yeah and I felt like we'd built this amazing friendship yeah. and then you were back but like you were excited because you got to go back to all I your know, friends and so that, but that's fine like yeah. that's okay because you were in a transitional time in your life it and it was terrible yeah, time. yeah. And, but for me it was like oh my god I can't believe she's living but I did come and visit you and you I did. like you I remember staying up in your room and we watched Crossroads with Britney Spears and I loved it and I used to make you sing and be like oh my god you're so amazing you've got to make an album (laughs) I can't remember who it was but one of my oh it was Bex Bex was like I will never forget the time that you would make me record you on your flip phone (laughs) singing because you had gassed (laughs) gassed me up so much that I was like oi Bex and Bex was like (laughs) and she was like it was that Kelly Clarkson song oh my god Um, Um, since you've been gone you were so good at it and now I'm like you are a loser. How did you maintain friends? I've been Such your high girl since day one, sister. <laughs> honestly. Um, but for you, going back to that question, what do you look for in friendships? Anything different? Or um, I'm yeah. I could talk about this all day, but like for me, I'm really big on just being mindful like mindfulness for me and that is such a big word that's quite an umbrella word that stems off but it's being mindful and respecting your Mm. friends um social boundaries being mindful with the words that you use being mindful when you're with them get being able to gauge them and give them that time if they need to be being mindful when you do catch up with them making the most of it 
um, being mindful in the effort that you're putting in. So meeting a friend and knowing that you're on that same sort of mindfulness level that mm. I'm going to give you, I, I give out a lot, like a lot. You do, you're a very giving human. But I've been really blessed with the friends because they equally give back. But I, I feel haven't like had... you get a good reflection of what you give, right? So like yes. if you put a lot into something, it just naturally comes back because it's a reflection of how you treat people yeah. in a way. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not going to blow my ass. I've yeah, I mean, we can all admit we probably haven't been the best friends over the years to, to certain, certain people. Things, yeah. I was reflecting back before this um, episode and I was a, um, I'm guilty of, I used to guilt trip friends and I didn't realise it until years later and that was coming from a lot of like triggered mummy trauma where I was just repeating modelled behaviour that I'd mm-hmm. seen my whole life in the way that if some friends were going out to do something with other friends and I wasn't invited, I'd be like, oh, well, that's okay. You know, you do what you want. I'm not going to, ha- like, I'll just be here when you guys get back. And that's really yes. negative and unhealthy. I can definitely see myself. I yes. was like that too. And why would I take away from their good time just because they might have just been hanging out with new friends or I didn't need to be going to that. But for me, that was all tr- triggered back to when my mum was unwell, would try and hurt herself. I would think I'm not good enough for her. Why and are you so doing that? that? Like, yeah, float into your friendships. So that came into my friendships, and so that was something that I, I and I never really, I tried not to play the victim of having a mum in and out of hospital, but I was so young, and there's times mm. where I definitely would have done that and maybe used that to guilt trip friends to want to hang out with me. Um, but I always thought like my family sucks, you know. It was really just my mum when she wasn't well. Um, but so then I relied so heavily on my friends. So yes. they were like my life. They were on a pedestal. But and this was right from like primary days, intermediate days. And then I met my, yeah, my still, as I said, my best friends from quite early on at college. And mm. we were, you know, we were all probably catty and bitchy. And we look back now and think, fuck, did we actually say that? Um, but, but we, hey, we have to remember, we were teenagers. Teenagers. And I'm not a scientific gal, but I can say our prefrontal cortexes were not developed enough, hard. Wow. Like, we just weren't at that... Uh, place in our lives where we could maturely yeah. rationalize stuff and that's why as teenagers we we act out and we say things we don't mean and we yeah. kind of go through these motions and these emotions and so I feel like so I look back and I'm, I think I was a shitty teenager like I was a not I, like I didn't do anything wrong no, you, you like were, I was really well behaved and stuff but when I think about friendships I and like Billy you can definitely attest to this I was <laughs> not the best friend and it's because oh I was God, so, so emotionally heightened and being a teenager and putting my two cents into things oh. that like it wasn't necessary and I can look back at that now as an adult who's like fully developed in my brain yeah. and I've got nowhere else to go like I'm at yeah. the peak of development exactly that I'm like what a loser and like get over it and like <laughs> yeah. that doesn't matter yeah but as a teenager it mattered and really so like did. we just have to give ourselves a bit of grace though because we were going through some crazy we stuff and all, we were not ready like we were all trying to figure stuff out but it's it is really special like you can look back and hello, we were school friends, but you're still incredibly close with your some of your girlfriends. Oh from yeah, TK. and yeah. and yeah, and like I said, I am from from old Motown College, represent, you know, <laughs> and we we are that type that. What I love about my Morrinsville girls is that we will always start our messages with "Hey, Gorge, how are you?" and always end with "I love you." Like yeah. no matter what, and we've done that for as long as I can remember. And then I've got some other friends that I would never throw around the "love yous" yet, no. like new friends and stuff. Um, but I think that that from as long as I can remember always made me feel really safe and secure. Um, and it was because our, one of our beautiful friends lost her sister and. 
um, when she was quite young. So we always wanted to make sure that we told each other we loved each other. And that was like a, as tragic as that was, it was almost a beautiful life lesson that we got out of it to always mm-hmm. share the love yous. And if we don't, if I don't write it, I'll feel funny when we're signing off a big conversation. But even when you're like with me, well, like when we voice note, you'd be like, okay, love you. Okay, love and you, I'm bye. Like, and I'm like, love you, bye. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I'm like, even though it seems very flippant at the end of it, yeah. it means more it than means it could much. even, yeah. And trust me, everybody touching back on grief, um, it's so important to say that and you, you, you tomorrow isn't guaranteed so my biggest rule is don't go to bed angry with your partner if you Agreed. can try um, but like I was very very happy with how my mum and I um, were when she passed my mum was actually on good terms with everybody which was really good for her at that time of her life um, but my last message to her was hi mum feeling better here's a picture of myself going out to some friends drinks um, but I really can't be bothered there's actually a whole story to that. I'll go into it one day, like grief part two coming up. Yeah, I reckon. Um, and it was like some of the scary stuff that had happened around the time right. of her passing. Anyway, um, I signed it off with, can't wait to chat. Surprise date day tomorrow. Love you so much. And then her last message was absolutely beautiful, like every message was. And it ended with love you. So although that was in message format, I knew through and through my mum loved me. She knew through and through. And it was just, it's just really important. So yeah. if you do have friends that you say it to all the time, keep saying it. And if you've got friends that you genuinely love, just throw it out there one day. And just I think, you know, if you, if you want to, like, throw it out there, yeah. put the ya Yeah, the love ya. Put the love ya Do you do the love okay. ya. H on the end of the ya? Um, absolutely, I'm, absolutely I'm, not. Well, I'm absolutely not. Usually I'm just a YA. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a YA. But I and like the YA. And Shemak. Love ya. Yeah, love ya with a little kiss. Yeah, or, or like, like a little love heart. Or the blowy, the kiss one. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah that definitely. one's really nice. But I think, you know, if you want to ease yourself into the love you, yeah. if you want to really open your um, yeah. emotional side, just start with a ya instead of a you. Love ya. And then see where you go. And you could really throw it back to um, 2006 and spell love L-U-V. Oh, you could. You well, you know, I look back, I say, I always call people gal now. I'm like, hey gal, oh my God, hey gal, pal, hey yeah. gal. And I used to be like, hey Gil, G-E-W-L, uppercase, <laughs> oh lowercase, God. uppercase, lowercase. Oh hey Gil. What was your, what was your MSN or B-O It was name? I'm underscore at underscore cheeky underscore monkey underscore two at hotmail.com. Oh my God. And I have tried so hard to get back into that email. That is a cheeky monkey email I, address. But you know what? It's because I copied my sister. She was I'm underscore a sweet thing too. Oh my and God, that's cute. So I was like, well, I want to be something. Oh my God. So I'm gosh. a cheeky monkey. You're a cheeky monkey. And it was so embarrassing when you go into a place and they're like, can we have your email? And I was like, um, okay, so I'm <laughs> underscore uh, <laughs> underscore cheeky. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck and out of like here. And I'm like thinking, God, what's coming next? What's <laughs> yeah. coming next? Like, porn star? Or what is well, she? You know, like, 69. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hot gal 69. Yeah, and you're I like, was, who um, were we? I was just Princess Laura123 at Hotmail.com. I love it. Super you cute. really Super cute. It, You really modernised yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think I tried to do one with 69 at the end. I was like, mum and dad won't be stoked about that. I think I was like 13, didn't even know what it meant, but no. all the cool kids were doing it. Yeah. So I was like, gotta get into it, man. Absolutely. Um, but yes, back to my, my sort of friends. I'd love just yeah just being mindful supportive is a big one um celebrating each other's wins if somebody does something if your friend does something cool just be supportive and if they're Mm. going through a tough time just be supportive don't try and always listen with an open heart and an open mind and as my mother taught me treat people how you want to be treated but it's also talk to people how you want to be be talked to remember that not everybody's open to your no you should be doing this no you should break up with them no you should and if you've built that relationship with your friends that's an expectation great but that's not the platform for everyone yeah and if that sort of relationship works for you and just a bit of a side note I am quite a sensitive energy as all my friends know and I'm 
as I say, very mindful. So I do some, I probably overthink how to talk and word things, whereas my darling Sam teaches me, not everyone's wired the same as you, Laura. Yeah. Just because someone hasn't asked you how that you are doesn't mean they don't care. Because I'm very big on the how are you. It's like mum yeah. brought us up. You say, hello, how are you? And it's always good, thanks, how are you? Yes. Which is bad because we should it's have been brought up to good. actually say, yeah, like, not I'm having a hard day. day. Isn't it funny? That's how we were raised. But yeah, mine's just mindfulness, supportive. And then fun, easy, and free. Oh, fun and easy. Yeah, all not about free. It. Fun, easy, and stress-free. Yeah, stress-free for sure. You should just want to meet up for a drink. And we were just talking earlier you don't if you've got any friends out there that you're going to meet up with or have over at your house and you're you know your gut's feeling a bit anxious you're already preparing conversational talking points and that's okay in a healthy way if you're getting excited to meet a new yes. friend but if it's a friend that's coming around and you're just feeling all a bit uptight you've already got the narrative in your head or you're starting to feel overwhelmed we would identify that as a red flag and kind of totally. zoom out and think why am i feeling this way is this person lighting me up and yeah. what am I gaining out of this interaction? And we are all grown-ass adults. You don't need to be hanging out with anybody that makes you feel that way. And and there is absolutely nothing wrong with going, you know what, this just isn't for me. Yeah. In, like, a really nice way. You exactly. can just be like... And, and I think that's a big thing is that... Um, you know, often you might have conversations with friends and you're like, oh, this person did this, this or this, or like this person said this. And it's like, so why hold on to that? Yeah. There is absolutely no rule book for friendship, but there's also... Um, there's freedom to say this doesn't serve me well like yes. this friendship is not healthy this friendship is not making me feel good and you can walk away from a friendship um feeling good and kind in kindness it doesn't have to be a negative it doesn't thing. have to be a negative thing and always remembering if, if a friendship does potentially drift apart just remembering that if they're not taking it in a respectful way that's on them yeah remember that that is totally on the other person if you've done everything you can in a respectful manner um which is just like, hey, you know, being honest, we're drifting apart, you know, I really hope you're well doing the odd check-in every now and then, but it doesn't, as it, especially at this age, it does not need to get toxic no way. And, and negative and nasty and personal and vindictive. And this might be a bit too, I, I probably aren't the best, best person to talk about this because I've never had any in, in, intense friend dramas yeah. ever. Um, even at oh I think I had one in like third form but like now as an adult I haven't had any friend drama so I can't actually come from a mm. place of, of advice but I know that if I had friend, a fallout with any friend that'd be fucking dumb because you're all my besties no um, but I would try to hold my head high and be very mindful on how that person yeah. felt at the end of it and how yeah. I respected myself yeah and I I mean I'd love to say I haven't had friendship falling outs mm. mate I think part of my feisty personality makes that it's not like I've had lots of fallings out but yeah, like yeah. one thing that I know if you went to school into Kofidana um, right. and if you were yo, yo, if you were in <laughs> 828? 828 is midi midi. Oh my god. Okay, well okay, I like was... just she just went she just went ten minutes up the road. Oh, no biggie. Well, oh wait, no, eight two eight Huntley. Oh that's where I was born. Okay, close Let's enough. See. Oh my god, eight. Honestly, can someone um, it's eight two six, hun. Okay, so, 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 okay. sounds way better though. Um, I so, <laughs> I think a lot of gals in my year group could definitely attest to the fact that we had some really toxic friendship stuff at high school because we were at a high school of 500 people. It was a small place. You kind of were, it was like you get what you get. You didn't have a pick of the bunch, you know, like your friends were basically who went to school with you. Yeah. For and sure. there really wasn't a lot to choose from. And so, um, a lot of our friendships, we had a big group of us and there were lots of personalities. And 
there were blow-ups all the time. I can imagine. There were fights on the field. There was cattiness. Not would, like punching. Oh, like, hold me back, but, like, not actually going to hit you. Hold oh, me back. Okay. Like, <laughs> lots of you will get that reference. But, yeah, so I feel like sometimes when you grow up in a small place, you're kind of like um, – and I think sometimes it's just the luck of the draw. Some of the gals um, a year below me had the bestest friends ever and yeah. they stayed really good friends, and it just depends on how old you were. Exactly. The luck of the draw, really. The age or the stage. Totally. What and was going on at yes. home. So many facts. So many things. And like I've stayed really good friends with my friends Sarah and Bex and I love them dearly and we've we so get each other. Yeah. Um and, but there are a couple of girls that like um I still keep in touch with and I love seeing them, like Billy and Melissa, whenever I see them, it's just such a like I feel like my cup is full. I feel yeah. like I'm going back in time and getting to have the amazing friendship like and I love the fact that we were such a-holes to each other at times <laughs> and we have come out the other side and we've just gone teenagers yeah. eh? like yeah. wow we want to be one yeah um but yeah so I mean in my adulthood I have had some falling out with friends um more recently too and it was hard work like yeah. it was really difficult and I had to be super reflective and realize that a lot of it was me okay. and a lot of it was the other people like yeah. I think you 50, know 50. and I think this comes into the whole um seasons and reasons and lifetime friends so I've heard a lot about you know friendships for a season a reason and a lifetime and I feel like at the time I thought they would be lifetime friends yeah. right and I put a lot of energy into that but when I look back it's like they were definitely reason season friends reason so season. I had Bo and I had met these people and they were amazing and we had so much fun together yeah um and then I, things changed I went back to work and all, all sorts of things went on and I just feel like um, it was definitely a season's reason friendship yeah. and I it was a really difficult like it didn't really end it's in a, the best a, way a difficult breakup it was a breakup say? it was yeah. a literal breakup yeah. and it was hard but I knew 110% at the point of it needing to be a decision like am I staying friends with these people or yeah. am I leaving yeah I just knew I had to leave for myself and I felt yeah. like I was really proud of myself because I feel like if I had looked back on my life and um, maybe how I would have reacted five years earlier or really? even ten years earlier, I would have been so upset. Just and I would have had, And I just was so proud of myself that I was like, do you know what? It's okay. Yeah. To walk away respectfully and say like all the best. Yeah. Take care. I just can't do this anymore. Absolutely not for me. Anymore. Yeah. Absolutely and not it's okay. And, and it was okay. And it was um, such a funny instant sense of relief when oh, I said it. Weight of the world and off your shoulders. It was honestly incredible. And funnily enough. I went to my mum and I had a bit of a cry about it and I said, look, this friendship has broken down and it was really hard, but I just can't do it anymore. Like, yeah. it's too much energy on my end and I'm not being the person I want to be. Yeah, exactly. It's just not working. Yeah. She was like, well, funnily enough, I'd been to the psychic earlier, like months earlier, and they had told me that this relationship was going to end for wow. you. And it was going to open up new friendship avenues for people that were important in your life and that you needed to make way for. And when I heard that, I was like, I can't go back on that. Like, I'm yeah. spiritual in that way. Yes. And so yes. when mum said that, and she's like, oh, I've held on to that because it's not my business to tell you yeah. that stuff. And so when it actually fully played itself out, and mum was like, oh, well, actually, funnily enough, the psychic told me that that wasn't going to be your destiny with those people. Wow. And, and, and funnily enough, it was kind of when you had come back. Oh, my God. And my instant thought, and no this is going to sound crazy, my instant thought was, Laura... Oh my like, god! Cool. Laura has been in my life from a distance for a long time yeah, now. Exactly. But when she came back, my heart was like, I need to reconnect with Laura. Like yeah. I missed having our connection so much. And so I was like, this friendship, even though it's breaking down and it got a bit yucky and messy, um, 
I'm still really like happy for those people yeah, and I want, I'm so respectful and I want them to live an amazing life and I yeah. would never shit them like you know like yeah. I'd be like hey look go you, wish, go you hard. don't wish any Ill against no them. way yeah, um, sure. but I was like yeah that's enough confirmation for me that I need to step away for myself yeah. and to make new like room for people that are my lifetime people and I'm the lifetime she one. is a lifetime I'm a guaranteed <laughs> lifetime guarantee can't send her that is that a jingle Did yeah I it could that be out? yeah 90 day trial lifetime <laughs> guarantee yeah yeah what are we up to now 90 days <laughs> god wait till we get to 90 years we'll oh. be like can you take her back absolutely we, we can't have her here anymore yeah but after no. going through that experience I'm a massive advocate for it you do like you do not have to stick around if it doesn't serve you and At if all. you're changing or you're reacting in ways that it doesn't feel right or yes. you're feeling yucky or you're making excuses not to hang out with those people don't do it to yourself yeah and don't do it to them it's not fair on those people either it is so okay to just detach from friends and you might have been really really close a decade ago you might have been really really close six months ago if you can feel it in your gut that you're Mm. slowly detaching and drifting away that is actually a sign from the universe woo woo but that is actually (laughs) a sign just saying something isn't aligned here if you really love and respect that person and want to make it work then you put in that effort you send them that text hey I really miss you let's catch up but again if you're going back to those red flags or the anxiety and it's not making you feel good but oh but we should oh, I've got to hang out with her because we went to primary together or oh or she my, did that thing for me that one time she did that thing for me that one time or oh my god no she um, let me borrow her dress and oh she picked me up from town when I was drunk or something you're you like, don't no. actually really in the big scheme of things owe anyone anything except no. yourself and yeah. I'm a massive Massive advocate for you, do you? You do you. Yes, a couple of amazing girls in London that I met, um, Maddie and Bella Cofed, they taught me all about you do you. Bella's actually got it tattooed on her butt cheek. You, you go, girl. do you. And the first time I heard it, I was like, that is so refreshing. At that time of my life in London, I needed to hear that. Yes. And it stuck with me for so long. And yeah, Maddie, although we haven't talked for years, she. I would call her a lifetime friend because we connected so well for like a week and just I told her things I barely told anyone, you know. But there are those people that you just vibe. Like yes. the energy just connects, right? Exactly. And you're like, that person I feel really good with. I'm yeah, liking that exactly. information or whatever. So we have like, you know, I reckon we've got the ages and the stages, the seasons and the reasons and they are all brought to us for a reason. Yes. Like, and my, I, yeah. sorry, I, I look back on the relationship that broke down. Yeah. And I harbored probably some negative feelings at the start because it of was course. emotional as hell like you're grieving so many tears friendship. yeah it was hard work but now I look back and I'm like I never want to be that friend that like argues with my friends and I never oh. have been like I don't argue with my friends that is so foreign to no, me I like, cannot, I cannot no. imagine okay I'm again I'm not talking from a place of experience because I haven't experienced it but if obviously your friend slept with your husband or <laughs> Death you know story. did something really horrible, abusive, like mentally, physically, anything like you. that, catfished you, you bloody knock your socks off and go find another podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, that, we're just talking it. about regular friendships. Yeah, this is just like regular, everyday, like you know, full of love in your heart friendships, yes. and just learning to identify kind of what friend, what certain friends bring you, and realizing as well, which I've kind of thought of over the last few years. 
you really, and this is obvious, but it mm. only dawned on me, is that you really get so many different things from different friends. You really do, though. Oh, my God. Like, again, going back to my day ones, I'll go and we'll talk about, I love talking about their marriages and learning about their babies and their house And maybe and some reminiscing of Reminiscing things. about Morinsaw and having a laugh about, you know, memory lane all the time. Laura got really drunk, drunk on Oyster Bay Sav and did this. <laughs> or, and then they're so excited to ask me all about my relationship with Sam and yes. how am I finding New Zealand? And it's just this beautiful, like even like not playing field what would like you say balance almost balanced like really exciting conversation because we're still learning stuff about each other and these girls know my you know my values my dreams and it just makes sense with them um and then you've you know that's kind of your day one type friend and then you've got your adult friends which yes. we were just talking about before and I am super passionate about these people because these are like the friends you meet at the gym, you meet at work, um, you meet traveling. They could be your partner's friends yes. and then become your best friends or your friend's friends. Like we, we both, like I knew Nikki and then, but then you met, you know Nikki. And we, like we just all vibe so beautifully yeah. together and I just am like, wow, she really lights my fire. Yeah, when I hang out with Nikki, she lighter. literally... She's, yeah. um, what was, Bex messaged us in the weekend and she, all like, and she gave us a real one. It was like, she, we're like energy givers. Yes, She's yes. like an energy giver too. Exactly. Like she brings so much joy and she when I like, leave time with her, I feel so energized. You feel like you're lit up like the bloody lighthouse. She's so much like you though. She gives 110% to the people that she's with at the time. Like yeah. when you guys came to my birthday, you were all in. You were oh the first God. ones there. You yes. gave it 110%. Oh, you were so cake. beautiful. Oh my God, the cake. The cake. The cake was stunning. I can't wait for birthday. The cob loaf was extra stunning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, come the cobbler queen. Oh, cobbler so queen over here. Yeah, um, but, but like, you know those type of people that you yeah. um, meet, and you're like, oh my gosh, great connection. We exactly. know her as well, and you know that they, when these people come into your life, because you just, you know, you connect with them within five minutes. I can start asking somebody about what was your upbringing like, or oh, have you tried the um, SP two, or oh, this one time, yeah, no, I um, I weed the bed when I smoke weed for the first time. <laughs> these people that you're just so excited to just share all your stories with, and. I, again, probably not the best person to talk to, but I know a lot of people out there do struggle to make adult friends. Yeah. It is a big thing at the moment, especially in a global pandemic and people aren't going out and meeting people at bars and stuff. But uh, yeah, a lot of our good, my good friends have come from work. Um, yes, I would agree. And I was so yeah. funny. I was really like back then, I was like, oh my God, don't be friends with people you work with. What a mere blah, blah, blah. No, I don't know why I yeah. had that view. And at my work now, I love each and every one of those girls. Oh, like exactly. my co-buddy, Abby, I'm just like, she is the light of the world. Yeah. Like, I just love being around her and she brings so much energy and joy. Getting to like every day with her would be so oh, exciting. Oh, it really lights my fire, yeah. honestly, hun. I go to work and I'm just like, can't wait to see Abby. We're going to have such a great it's day. so special. And she just motivates me. Yeah. Like, I just it, love that about Abby. it's like... These, you know, your day ones are your special friends, your adult friends are special, special friends. If you can find people in an adult, as an adult, that you 100% connect with. And yes, I've got tons of travel friends and friends that I've met through Sam. And again, I hold them all super close to my heart. But it's these, these few that you're like, wow, how have I gone this long without, without you? Yes. you? You know, and you, you're like, you look at each other and you're like, how are we not, how have we not done this yet? You yeah. know, like... When I met Meredith back at my first job, Old Pro Life Foods, at 18, we connected over so much. She was my sleepover buddy. We went out town <laughs> partying, boys, our love of dining out and brunching. And then I met one of my dearest friends, Sarah, in Croatia when I was 26. And that's not even been 10 years yet, but I feel like she she knows me inside yeah. and out. And the laughing that you laugh so much where a bit of wee comes out like that's oh, us that's a good friend yeah that's that's how you judge a real good laugh yeah. you know 
Um, I met one of my friends, Emily, on my flight from New Zealand to London. Amazing. I was yeah. in the transit lounge and crying because I got bloody lost at Shanghai Airport, I think it was, or Singapore, I can't remember. And I heard her accent and I went up to her and I was like, are you a Kiwi? And she's like, yeah, how are you? And I was like, fucking terrible. Why is there no English around here? I can't read where I'm going. She's like, <laughs> you'll be right, honey bee. Come and sit with me on the plane. And we chewed each other's ear off. Well, I probably chewed hers off for like five or six hours. And she was flying over to London um, because her grandma was passing away, unfortunately. Oh. And so then we landed, we gave a hug. She's like, I'm not actually, I don't even think she was on Facebook or Instagram, but she's like, it's been so great getting to know you, like, take care. And I was like, all the best for, like, your grandma and your life. And we might cross paths again one day. And then left. And then fast forward two months after that, I'm at Camden Markets, which is a very, very busy market in London, like, tourist destination. All I hear is, bloody hell Laura Watson and I turn around and it's Emily and we were thick thick like so deep into this market like around a thousand corners in like a little like arcade area and I was like oh my god and I hugged her and squeezed her and so tight and she remembered your name she remembered my name and we then got each other's numbers and from then on it was just true love she'd come over for sleepovers and but it wasn't that that constant need to have to hang out in London every weekend because now we've found each other. It could go two or three months. We hadn't Absolutely, seen each other. Yeah. But we valued our and measured our friendship on the time that we spent together. That's so nice. And it's so important as adult friends as well, remembering that everyone has different schedules, needs, commitments, especially ones out there with babies, yeah. businesses, you know, kids, planning a wedding. So really respecting that just because that friend, you might roll your eyes and be like, I haven't seen her for ages, or oh, I don't know what she's up to, which I hear a lot of mm -hmm. around. It's like, really think and be mindful that that person's probably got a shit ton going on. Yeah. So again, reaching out, hey, I'm driving past, I'm gonna drop off your favorite bottle of wine, or hey, I've been thinking of you, let me know when you're free for a yes, walk. Yes, yeah. You know, and respecting as an adult friend, and Emily and I were like that in London, it could go for ages, but then mm. when we saw each other, we measured it on, our connection and how much fun we had with That's one another so nice you know so i think that it's yeah just just remembering that you can detach from people that don't make you feel good and make room for those new friends that you might just bump into yeah along the and way. the detachment like we said doesn't have to be a negative thing a eh? like you can At just all. move away from that really respectfully and yeah that, yeah and you may have found in that you know the the bad experience with your friends is that may, they may have said from time to time like oh well you've changed did they ever say that um, that was a lot of the reason yeah. I, I wasn't the same anymore I changed who I was and all that sort I of stuff and I was like like you'd said to me in the part like just earlier you were like but why would you want to be the same yeah and, and we're, uh, we are all constantly evolving and growing and I hear that a lot like oh she's changed or I had it a little bit when I'd come back from London for a holiday and I mentioned once that I was going to Oktoberfest and a few people were like well you don't like beer and I'm like, it's yeah, not about that though. Um, does it matter? And they're like, oh, you've changed. I never thought you'd drink beer. And I'm like, oh, how's that relevant? And actually, guys? it's the experience. Yeah, it's, it's the learning and the going and the doing. Exactly. Or like a few few things I'd mentioned I'd done, or opinions that I'd have. They're like, I didn't think that you'd think like that. And instead of them going, hey, that's really interesting. Tell me more about why you feel like that. Or yeah. hey, I didn't think you would be that way inclined. Like, notice how my voice has already gone yes. up, and you just see it in a positive light, mm -hmm. as opposed to thinking. Oh, well, I didn't think that you'd do that. But things 
and our lives change us like oh, you traveling exactly. would have changed opened your eyes to a whole like you lived in Morrinsville like it's a small town, <laughs> it's a small town she's a small town full of cares small town gals small town gals and yeah. so like going overseas and having this whole new experience it opens your eyes exactly and if you've got people that are choosing to be at home and not doing that that's fine but yes. that, they've got to be mindful of the fact that you've had different experiences now yeah and it's the same with losing a parent it changes who you are it totally changes and you and I know or like having a baby I know when I had Bo, it really changed me because my priorities changed. Yes. And I had to be there more for a little person. And I wanted to be there more for a little person. But then my life changed again when I went back to work and he went into care. It's constant evolving, constant changing. And that's what And makes being able to be a balanced friend throughout that time. Yeah. And, and I'm super, as people know, passionate about healthy boundaries. Yes. And setting healthy social boundaries. And you if you are the same as me and and Courtney and a big energy givers um that means you need equal amounts of time to recharge I'm I really do I'm I you massive do. and yeah. I think part of it as well as I find as being a teacher you are giving 110 percent of your energy to many little people and many, many little people, people every single day and yeah. so for me I can find when I get home, I just kind of want to switch off and be on my own. And so I'm a really bad text replier. All my friends will know that. I am. No, I really am. I'm the shitty. So my thing is that I reply in my brain. I read it and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I forget to get to it. And so I'm a terrible replier. But it's also because I just don't have the mental capacity to talk about something right now. Because I've been drained from my day yeah, at school. But do you tell your friends? You've told your friends I, that. My friends You've know that. And I literally will text yeah. and go, I'm so fucking sorry. I am a shitty texter. I'm yeah. so sorry I let it go so You don't far. say you're a shitty friend. Friend, I hope. Well, I think I probably have I in think the past. you've thrown that out to me once. Yeah. Like, sorry for being a shitty friend and not replying. I was like, oh my god, calm down. You're not a <laughs> shitty friend. You just didn't reply within 30 minutes, you bitch. It's over. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> See you later. You are cut. You are detached. Yeah, but as long as yeah. you are... I acknowledge it and I know that about me and I, I'm a very self-reflective person. Like, I know the things that bitch. I'm not great at and Love I know that. the things I need to work on. We Slowly all, but surely. We all have them. Yeah, but we that's a one them. thing for me is I get incredibly exhausted from five days a week or four at the moment yeah. um, teaching little people and being on, on, on positive Sally all the time yes. so that I need to recharge and yes. so sometimes my weekends I'm doing nothing and I feel sad about it but then sometimes I'm like I need to do nothing yes I See, need to not be around people because I don't want to drain them because I'm drained yes yeah but I'm going to wrap all that up on, and say to you how great is it that you have acknowledged mm your self-reflection you've got you know your, your weaknesses your strengths but you are giving yourself that time to recharge yeah. and it's changing that perception and narrative in your head that I'm sad I'm not doing anything but really see it as a form of self-love totally which is a whole nother episode like have a sleep but, like, chilling at home yeah, hanging some, out with Bo and Matt some people are really they do really struggle with switching off and saying no whereas for me my energy type I've got a whole lot of it to go into in another ep, but I'm a generator, and you will be too. We yeah. generate energy, but it's also, again, we need that time to recharge. So I kind of burnt myself out kind of the last six months of last year because, again, an abundance of good quality friends that are kind of quite scattered around Hamilton, and then our friends, our couple friends coming to stay, and I would have about three or four social interactions in the All week. The time. And hey, that's really great. And people be like, oh, lucky you, social butterfly, oh, busy bee. And I'd be like, no, 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 this isn't this isn't how I want to live. Yeah. I want to spend my evenings talking with Sam and reflecting on the day and having a beautiful namaste evening. I don't like to be rushing around and coming back and living in a high cortisol driven. And then state. trying to like 
go to sleep every yeah. night after that. It's and I'm so just going to stretch not my legs. Not stretch your legs. Um, and I have, yeah, and I get nighttime anxiety. So after my mum passing so I need to have a really very relaxed like an hour before bed with not a lot of bad thoughts so I can sleep and so I said to Sam 2022 I'm setting social boundary so I will only have like one social interaction a week with a friend and I've been doing better at it which is good and the, I felt like a bit of a diva or a bit of a dick having to explain it to friends and some people haven't been that receptive to it and will still go oh you're so busy and I'm like I fucking hate that word stop saying to everyone oh you're so busy like because, it's a badge of honour but that yeah badge of honour but that's also making me feel like I'm not making time for them and I made that mistake of saying that to you at, oh. at, no like when we were all but you, you talked oh, to yes. yeah so it was me and Nikki me we were like oh my Nikki. god you're so busy yeah. like, but people yeah, throw yeah, that word around totally and but again I'm just a little but bit you're sensitive like, to oh, it but I'm, I do have time for everyone yeah. I just need time for me too. Like, and I'm I want to make that time for everybody. But and I you have want it to, to be quality time. Quality. I don't just want it to be a quick. Let's just meet at the helm for, for a no quick reason. hour drink because yeah. we could never get through a quick drink. Oh, you no. know, it would be too much. But so now, like, I don't know. Like, I have an appointment every week. Like, I might have my facial at Casey with my beautiful skin therapist Gabby, or I might have a laser appointment or an acupuncture appointment. So there's one night of the week on, then mm. another night seeing a friend. That's only three nights left at home to just for me. Yes. And I, I'm someone that is very, very social and outgoing, but I also need that time to recharge. So any other sort of extroverts out there, remember that you can, you probably are an introverted extrovert like me. I'm so that. Yes. So that. And so people are like, oh, what are you not, yeah. not doing anything? And I'm like, because I've exhausted all my energy yeah. outputting. And remember that if somebody does say to you, oh, I'm sorry, I can't catch up that week, I'm busy. They A, don't have the confidence to actually tell you, okay, I've got X, Y, Z on, I'm fucking stressed and can't commit to you. But they might actually busy be busy with themselves. Yeah. Scheduling in a night or two for them making a date with the couch because that is equally as important as meeting that friend for a drink. Amen. Amen. I could go on and on about that, but just remembering if somebody's saying they're busy, they might not be confident to actually tell you what they're doing or that might be a complete mask because of their mental health struggling. And Absolutely. I'm a victim of that. I'll say to someone, oh, sorry, I'm busy. I'm not actually free till this day. And that is sad how people, there's a meme on Facebook, like, sorry, I can't meet up with you until May 9th, 2025. But like sometimes... I'll look at my diary and I'm like, well, I don't want to meet up on Monday, Tuesday because I've got an appointment Wednesday, so I'll make it the next week. Yes. So that I'm giving my chance, myself a chance to breathe. Yeah. Whereas other people aren't like that. They can just go, go, and, go, go, and, go. And, go and go and go. And there's also that funny meme where it's like, sorry, I didn't, I can't make it. I didn't want to come. Yes. And that's what I want to say lots of the time. Yeah. But I can't because my little empathetic heart is like, no, you can't let that person but, down. But then why is it you don't want to come? Yes. Explain that to them. I don't want to come because I'm not mentally up for it. Yeah. I've had a really hard week. I've had a hard week. Yeah. I'm just exhausted. I'm exhausted, I'm drained and I can't give anything, you know, yeah. so, but you know, as I'll touch back on those, those types of friends, your day ones, like your ride or dies, your gal pals, and then your adult friends or your random friends, they should understand that. And then we talk about our beautiful soul friends and mm -hmm. Courtney and I are soul connected friends for sure. Soul sisters. Where I feel like we just were friends in another life. And these are those friends, like we say the Nikki's of the world, the Courtney's oh, of the world, the totes. ones that just completely light you up like a lighthouse and you don't want the, the interaction or the hangout to end, please everyone hang on to those friends because you might there might be people come and go in your life and you think about them and think, man, I wish I kept in touch with them. They're such yeah. a good energy. Please just make the effort to keep in touch with them because they are really, really important. And if your gut's telling you, man, I feel like having a, a catch up with them, do it. Yeah, like, just put it do out it. there. And... Um, 
a couple of friends and I, I met a couple of beautiful girls um, at my gym, Jen and Kat, and we've only known each other for two or three months and we just want to hang out all the time. We went out for a drink the other week. Not once did we talk about house prices, COVID, the weather, petrol prices, anything generic. We talked about sex, sex toys, travel, aspirations, dreams, our goals. We even we ended on squirting. We talked about squirting. <laughs> it was like six o'clock at the helm and we're like, fuck, we better tone this down. We'd only had one drink, but we didn't even need alcohol. We were just in fits of laughter talking about everything and anything, like big belly laughs where you're like, you are my people. Yeah. Like we are so connected in this moment. And I drove home beaming. I couldn't get to sleep all night. And we just have that immense love for each other. Isn't there such a beautiful feeling? And you can have your soul friends from your day ones. Again, my girls know who you are. That literally light my soul up. Your adult friends. And you've got then these beautiful soul friends that can be a mixture of them or someone completely different. Yes. Completely different. How good is the drive home after having one of those? Oh my God. Like you're just like listening to the music, your mouth is like wide. When you leave here, I'm just like bopping around the house, like singing and dancing and like listening to our video recording and I'm just like beaming. It's just so good. And it's so important. And I so. hope everyone has a type of free, one friend like that yes, in their life. Yes, yes, you don't need to have a whole bloody tribe of them. If you've no. got a one really special friend. I used to be really hang, hung up on like some of the group of friends that I am friends with had massive friend groups, huge. Like, oh, okay. And they go away on holidays and they do the space and stuff and I was like, man, we just don't have that. Like yeah. we just we didn't grow up in a time of the people that like that did that yeah um because of just i guess you know like we talked about before just depending on who was in your year group exactly and so i used to get super jelly but i'm like actually nah it's okay not to have a massive friend group it's okay if it's just the three of you i'm this weird energy that attracts groups of three so like there's oh, me and bex and sarah and then there's me rachel and elise and we've always been a group of three and i had to learn from being a teenager it's okay to be in a group of three and don't take things personally yeah so a lot of the time maybe like elise and rachel might go out without me and watch a movie or that's probably a bad example they don't really watch movies but you know they'll go to dinner or they'll go and have a picnic or they'll hang out at each other's houses and I'm like that doesn't need to involve me all the time and then sometimes it'll be me and Rachel it'll be me and Elise and it doesn't have to be like this all three of us all the time Yeah. and like as we've grown up I think it makes you a really good friend because you have to learn to balance and, and share and like yeah. It's okay if it's not all three of you all the time. Exactly. Like I think I yeah I'm much in like groups of three or just one or twos, um, but yeah that's been an interesting observation of myself that I have little groups of three and I kind of attract that energy of the three of us and yeah. it works well for me. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, and that actually could be a whole um, part of your spirituality makeup, totally. your human design. Your number might be three. That could be your birth number. There's a whole Who thing knows? to But I think at the end of the day, it's just super important to turn up for your friends. If you've committed to a date in the diary, try your best to commit to it. Don't bail because a better option come up. And if you're not feeling well, being honest and saying, I'm not feeling well, um, also the whole being mindful with words, Courtney and I cannot oh. stand the, hey, come for dinner if you want. That grates me. Oh my God. I'm like, but bones. do you want me to come or not? Literally. Because like, if you don't just fucking say so. Then you're going to make <laughs> me feel really unwanted and loved. Honestly. And again, yeah. sensitive sallies. But if you're saying, come for dinner if you want, that doesn't make I me feel like you can't, can't deal with that. So like I had a friend that would text me like, oh, we're going to do this. Come if you want. And instantly oh. I'd go, I'd go, oh my God, they don't want me there. This is a pity invite. This is a, I've already told other people and you need to become too. This is, you so. might find out. So I better so, yeah, but literally we 
had a big talk about it and she was like, no, I just don't think that deep into it. And my sister and I had a talk the same. She's like, I just don't think like it's that deep. And I was like, no, but for me, yeah. I need to hear, hey, we're going out to the movies. I would love if you could come. This is the time we're going. This is the date. Let me know if you can make it. That makes me feel valued. And so you might be like, oh, I'm just the come if you want. Even though it might not be your thing, just be a bit more mindful. Just it, It's not going to hurt anyone just to be like, hey, I would love to see mm. you. We're going out for dinner. And um, What on, date works for you would love you to come. Exactly. And on that note, if you are the come if you want person, you might have friends that respond to that. Fine. That's great. You do you. If you're the come if you want person and you've got a friend that's constantly saying, sorry, I can't. I'm busy. Sorry, I don't feel well. Sorry. Or, or even just like, oh, thank you so much. Um, oh, only if you want me to, like yes. they need to second guess themselves. Then that's when you need to really look inward and think, because a lot of people will think, oh, they never they, they never make the effort, they've changed, I don't even know what they're doing because they never want to come to my dinner. You need to reassess that and think, okay, they're not reacting or responding to my invite, something must be off. So you're going to message them and you're going to say, hey, if you feel up for it, I would love to see you for dinner. Yes. Let me know if you can. You're then creating a space for that friend to feel seen, heard and valued and then to be like, I would love to come let me know or then they'll feel comfortable enough to say actually I don't feel mentally up for it can but I raise you yeah totally and then you've gone they've been gone and been open and honest with you and then that the person that invited will think oh my god they've actually opened up to me and said they don't feel up to yes. it yes instantly there you have built a stronger bond and friendship and then when you see them next it can be like Hey, you didn't make it to dinner. How are you feeling? Yes. Not, hey, oh, it was so dumb you didn't come. What was wrong? Yeah. Hey, or like not even you. acknowledging you because you say no all the time. Yeah. Hey, I didn't. you, you didn't come. How's, it, how's everything going? Yeah. And remembering to ask, active listening and active asking. Hey, how are you? Courtney will tell me how she is. She'll then respond with how, how am I? Yes. Don't go, hey, yeah, I've been really busy. Um, and then the next person be like, oh, I've been really busy too. I've been doing this, 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 and this. And then it never comes back. It never comes back. If I say to Courtney, I've been really busy, she'll let me tell her what I've been busy with. And then she'll go, how, you know, how are you feeling with that? Are you making time for yourself? And then I'll ask her the same thing. Um, or if it's, again, celebrating wins. If your friend comes to you after the week and says, oh, I'm so stoked, I went for a 10K run, or I went to the gym three times last week, don't go, oh my God, yeah, I went to the gym, I lifted this, I did that, I ran a marathon. Don't make it all about you. Say, holy shit, three times, that's amazing. What gym are you going to? What, what are you training for? That's fucking awesome. Mm. And then you're more likely for them to say, what have what you been you? up to? Yeah. yeah. How's you've your given weekend? them that interest. And then you get so ignited and lit up to share your stories with one another. Like, yeah. And I've said to Laura, one thing that I've seen as a meme that really like resonates with me is it was like, um, hey, if I'm that person that you're telling a story and I jump in, it's not because I'm trying to take it away from you. It's because I'm trying to relate to you. And that's something that I do a lot. But I... Um, Laura kind of reminded me, but I always bring it back too. Always, so it's not it like, back. oh my god, same. Like I agree, la 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 la. Yeah. That happened to me, and then stop. Like I'll be like, but tell me more about this. Like I'll always try and bring it back. It's just sometimes our personality types. I'm definitely the kind of person that wants to relate to you. I want to be like you. I want to. You want to make see the common safe. ground. I want to feel make people feel safe and be like, oh, I've had that experience too. No stress, like you yes, know. Yes. And so sometimes that can come across as, oh, why do you have to take that away from me? Yeah. But actually, I'm just trying to find a space where we relate. Yeah. And, I don't um, it that way. I no, but I again, and again, like I think yeah. you're really good at being like, Quartz, that's not you, but I have spent many years going, God, I'm really bad at doing that. Like I will yeah. sometimes have a social interaction. 
I will get in the car and instantly I'll go, never should have said that. Why did I say that? Why did I make that noise? Why did I not why laugh I, at that joke? Why did I go to the bathroom? I should have just pissed my pants. Yes. Oh my God. Why did I not acknowledge that question? Like all why sorts of I things. Why did I not bring it back? Yes. Oh, I no. sit there and it's part of that kind of yellow dot personality type. The, sorry, the purple dot. Purple dots are incredibly outgoing. Yeah. Um, but sometimes they can take things and whatever. So, but they're also very, can be quite internal and think about all the things that they've done wow. wrong or whatever. So for me, if, Every interaction I ever have with someone, I will get back in the car and I'll be like, did I ask? Like, like I will be like, fuck, I didn't ask Laura enough about this. Or I didn't think more enough about this for Laura oh, or whatever. And it's just a natural yeah. way that I do, like. But then okay. I make really awful core memories where I'm like, oh my God, remember that time where you um, were at a dinner and you didn't ask that person how they were? You're a shit piece yeah. of shit. And like, like, was that back in 1992? Oh my yes. God, I remember that. Oh my God. bad person. Yeah, but nobody else is thinking no, about that. Shit. But I run that through all the time. And I get comments like, but you're so confident and you're so this. Like, like one of the first fe- pieces of feedback we got from episode one was I always looked up to you and wanted to be like you but I didn't realise you had those struggles of like who you were and anxiety and I'm like yo welcome to my world welcome Welcome to my brain and how it really doesn't function the way I want it to and that was a prime example of checking in with your friends if they say they're busy or you haven't seen them often yes they might just be busy and can't be bothered but really thinking and being mindful of why are they busy is it something I can do to help and then if it's a friend that you're just not feeling that lit up with it's okay to detach a hundred percent like turn up for your friends be a good bitch ask them how they are give them high fives give them love but remember give them space and respect their boundaries don't take the piss out of them because it's really important if you just need some recharge and hey I know that I know there's going to be friends at home that are like courts giving the advice (laughs) and really not taking it but hey I'm very self aware I know these are things I need to work on too but talking about them out loud makes you a better person because you go cool I know I need to work on that yeah that's something I'm trying to be better at and we're not coming to this to do these podcasts to to tell you what to do because we're both still learning I've said some stuff in this episode and I'm like yeah no that's a good reminder for me actually to go and check it and another thing one last thing is really if, if somebody just pops into your brain while you're doing the vacuuming just message them it's probably for a reason I'll do that like I'll do that quite often and last year well sorry the last five years when I was in London I would almost dedicate like I'd say a month to one friend where oh, I love friend. this about you and I've yeah. never forgotten it oh. when you told me I was gonna say I love that you do this because it helps you manage if you're not good at keeping in touch with people yes. but also it makes people feel valued sorry exactly. tell your story but I'm like yes I'm no. like jumping on that I'm like I love that you do Aww. that and I think of it I think of it all the time and think that's what I should do you see it's she's celebrating way. my win she's supportive and excited for me so that made me feel so good thank you're you very welcome. but I would yeah pick a friend and message them and make sure that I give just them my attention for the week you're still obviously talking to your, your besties but catching up with a friend that you might not talk with much and you may not have you may have only then talked with that friend once that year but they knew that that was a over a month worth of messages deep messages getting to know how they are you know not just how's work how's it going hope you're well like actually asking and how's sending it going messages having jokes having laughs so I think that's really cool maybe if you're someone overseas or you've got friends overseas or a big group of friends that you're like shit man I haven't actually talked to that person for a year pick one pick and focus. one yeah and I'll be honest I haven't done that as much since being back because now majority of my friends are here but I will do it with my ones up there I'll be like sweet it's either voice notes or let's schedule in that Skype and I'll just focus on that person mm-hmm. for the month because I get overwhelmed easy and I feel like I'm letting everyone down me too keep up with it so that is really important. I love that piece of advice and I hope that you guys take it at home because as soon Aww. as she told me that I was like that is so 
fucking simple but so yeah, clever so of, of a way to keep in touch with people and make people feel valued and making sure that you are keeping yourself in a de-stress level yeah. like not worrying about it exactly Oh, oh, just one last thing. Yes, though, please as well. do. Um, yeah, this isn't obviously. We don't want anyone to feel like this and think, "Oh God, I don't have any of those friends." Because you might have them in a sibling format, or a mum, or a dad, or a grandma. Again, I've got an incredible family, as do yes. you. But like at the end of the day, my big sissy is my bestie. Like she has had to mother me, feed me, doctor <laughs> me, be my counselor. She's now acting as my life coach, mentor, and naturopath and herbalist. But now that I'm back and we're getting to hang out more, I the love and the connection that we share. And you might you might have a sister or a brother or a grandma, and they are filling all these ticking all these boxes that we've mentioned today. And that's your person. Yeah. It doesn't have to be somebody you met from work or it someone at school. It could be your partner. It could be your partner, which is very important to be besties with your partner. It could be your grandma. I call my grandma Molly, my best friend. Aww. She's my hero. Like. Those people, you don't need to have 10,000 of them, but you might have a really special sibling or mum or dad. And if you do, again, hold them tight. And another thing, sorry, um, I'm very big now after mum passing, like take as many photos and videos of each other. Because when unfortunately, you know, heaven takes them, if you have them to reflect back on, it can be really hard to watch, but also really important. Even just, sometimes I look through my camera and I was like, I haven't taken many pictures of just Sam yes. lately. And so I'll just take a picture of him in the kitchen or something, or I'll record him without him knowing. And he, he's like, what are you doing, you creep? But they are so special. Yeah. And even just seeing them moving on the phone, and anyone that's lost someone, I bet you can relate. It feels weird because you get lost in that video, but it's really important. So take the pictures, love everybody, you do you and don't be a bitch and with that said we've already had 61 minutes <laughs> oh my god it's time for absolutely not sis absolutely absolutely not, absolutely not. we have a mixture of um our own statements but also statements from you guys from some of the fans some of the fans so i'm just gonna get straight in you're here just, and go first you just if go that's okay resharing birthday posts what do you mean by that so, you know, like, um, on Instagram, um... Oh, like, if somebody says it about you and you share it yeah. on your story? Absolutely! Yeah, absolutely, me too! I love Hello. it. I love when I get to see people being celebrated. Like, yes. I, I always think this about you, Bills. Billy, Billy, Big, big Balls. Um, Billy Briggs. Billy Briggs. I always think about how many people love you. Oh, my God. And when it's her birthday, it's just like, Billy, 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 but, Billy. But I love that. But what I love is Billy's birthday post for her uh, friends. The best. It's like a whole story, and I just get and swept so up And it's so enjoyable. And your text and the the layout and the design and you're and just, even just the funny little quotes and stuff. Oh my god! Like I, she's a good friend in that way, and I, I mean she's a good friend in lots of ways. But I love that about Billy. And so she, when I see her being shared yes. in, a, in a birthday post or when she shares them, I am so inspired. I'm like that is exactly. amazing. I've I got love a few that. people that like roll their eyes with birth, resharing birthday posts, but I'm like, but yes, it's your it's, one day. It's your one day. Well, for me, one month. September yes, baby. It's a whole birthday month. But it's your day to just feel the love and share it. And please don't roll your eyes at people's birthday posts. They're bloody amazing. And you know what? They could be having an absolute shit of a time at home. And no, somebody no, messaging yeah. them on Instagram could mean the world to them. So let them let eat them, cake and let them reshare their birthday let posts. Them do it, baby. Waving at a pedestrian crossing. I'm what? deeply passionate about this. Could you, oh, well, uh, walk me through it. I'm confused. Okay. So if you are stopping in a car at a pedestrian crossing to allow someone to walk past, 
it is only appropriate that person walking waves to 100%. you and says, hey, cheers. Yeah, I'll always do it. And if they don't, oh, oh my blood boils. What, you I'm start like, revving the oh, car? I'm literally like, could have just run you over. Could have bow you down. Could have literally just run you over, no big deal. Oh my but gosh. It's so funny because some people are like, but you, like my sister's husband's like, but it's a pedestrian crossing, you have to stop for them. I'm like, I don't care. It's Wave out and be like, I acknowledge that you are doing the right thing. Your road rules are intact. You're a great human. Peace out. It's literally a little hand, a little two just fingers. Look, and I've taught both to do it. So he's always like, thank you. Like yeah. waves. And I'm like, good boy. Because you know what? Nice it could just be easy to run you down. And you again, know? that person could have been having a shitty day. That so in a rush. just a quick wave. Same if you're at, like indicating to pull in and there's like traffic. Just let that one person in just, and wave. Wave at me though. Because I would rather get out of my car and be like, excuse me, I really wanted to let you in, but you didn't give me a wave. So could you just back the fuck up could so you, I can go? Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Just wave at us. Just okay? wave. Just wave. Just a gentle wave. You don't even have to make eye contact at me. Yeah. Jesus, just, bloody just Christ. Just the two little... Just, just a little bit of just finger a little gun. Eyebrow. Even a finger gun. I don't care. Yeah, finger gun. It's my little finger gun. Two guns. thumbs up. Oh, yeah, can I pout at them? You could literally pout. You could even just shuck a bra. Could I twerk? Oh. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. There's a line. I mean, for me. There's for sure. a line. I'll drop it down low. To drop the it low, girl. Okay, ready? Reality TV. Oh, big yes. Fuck yeah. I worked in it. You, you can't sure say did. no to this. You I cannot can't wait. say. No, I fucking love it. You cannot there say There are some no. things that I don't love. Like, um, like I love Love Island. That you is my love, peak. You love Bachelor Season One with that. I fucking that loved on. that one. Yes, you've got um, to. But I'm not such so much of a fan of like the circle or don't like. Don't even know what that is. Yeah, so don't know. No, just the big generic like Warner Bros. formats are amazing. Everyone, yeah. su- and everyone, please support um, New Zealand reality TV. Get those ratings get up. Get the ratings up. Get that Dancing with the Stars rating oh up. Oh my god, I didn't watch it last night. Neither so did I. Oh my god, okay, I'm going next. You go, girl. Splitting the bill. <laughs> at any time? <laughs> when, you go out, time? when you go out for um, when you go out for a meal with like say four friends, how do you do it? Do you oh, just go so we just me, we just Elise and Rachel always split it. Because we're very similar drinkers. Like there's mm. not one of us that's like heavy on the wines and then we're like, shall we split it? And you're like, bitch, I'm not paying for your sixty dollar bottle. Exactly. We and are old, always splitters. This old bloody Bessie goes and gets herself a scotch fillet <laughs> and three bloody porn you're star like, martinis. No, 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 honey. That's on you. You've sat there with your little garden salad and, and a tap water <laughs> yes. because budget's tight and oh my god, I've only got six dollars to my name. No. Thanks. And then someone's actually split the bill and you're like, oh, that happened to me in London so many times oh out at work. Lunches. And you would have felt like and I'm I just, sure. Yeah, and I just start sweeting. There's people that take advantage of it though. They Spend up so that you can take the weight of the exactly. load. Um, I'm a bill splitter because usually, like for me and you, I think we went out that time yeah. and we had a shared platter and we had the same amount of drinks. Yeah, so we were yeah, like, yeah. should we just split? Easy. But then yes. I don't. I I'm, I'm for splitting, but I also don't mind just paying for what you got. Oh, totally. I'll do it either well. way. Yeah, yeah. But like like a lot of the time, if we go to Mexico, if we go to Gothenburg, shout out the fuck to Gothenburg. Oh my delicious. god, delicious. Hashtag delicious. Um, Hashtag spons. Um, if we go there, we often split the bill because yeah. we're like same same. Or like, but I'm very like like I'll be like to Rachel. No, no, no. Remember because I got the drink that was like six dollars more or three dollars more. I know. We're like, the same. She'd be like, Han, don't even worry. Yeah, I'm yeah. very big on equality, so I always want to make I'll, sure. That I'm a bit. I'm I'm even. To be honest. Shout out to my my calls. You know who you are, my Morrisville girls. They honestly have my back thrown through in a financial sense when I first got back. Even when I came back on holiday, would go out for lunch. They'd tap their car before I even That's knew. That's so nice. It's all it's fine, laws. Don't worry about it. You'll get you'll get us back one day. Don't think I've got your back yet, gals. Probably owe you. I bet too. you they're bloody stressing about it now. No, yeah, they, they, they really are. They're, they're sitting they're at like, home. Can you believe it? God, Laura's such a, a scroungy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want to do this one. Oh no, is it yours or mine? No, nah, it's yours. I, I love sure it. Is it bad? Nah. No, actually, it's not yours. It's from the it's from the gram. Oh, it's, okay. This is from this one is of from the, the gram. One of the one of the gal pals out there. G strings. 
Yeah, I'm on the fence. Oh, you know what? I have no no stress about anybody else wearing them, but absolutely not for me. No, they're just absolutely not. I'm for in me. my mum undies era. I'm in my Kmart mum undies era, yeah, and it's oh, not for me. Kmart undies are a terrible so, time. Oh, you reckon? My one are fine. Oh, I like them fine. I miss Primark undies. It's like a oh, Kmart from so London, and they were so comfy. Like six pairs for three quid. Mm. So good. I've had terrible time with Kmart this year. Um, G-string if you're in a bang and hot pair of like leggings or jeans, and you don't want that Nicoline, but you. But know I also what? find it awkward. When you bend over and I can see it because I don't see your undies when you bend over any other time. But I don't like seeing the the undie line. No, neither. Especially no, no. when you got your big mum no, ones on. Agreed. and I'm not even a mum, and when agreed. my big mum ones show. Agreed. That's a, Nobody wants an undie line. That's a if we time. Are, um, seamless undies, absolutely. <laughs> but are they seamless? Can Sometimes. you try them? Can you? Sometimes. I'm not sure. Okay. okay. Um, I like your ones better. Oh no, this was another one from a um long time listener, first time writer. <laughs> um, number ones and twos with the door open. Oh, I'm sorry, absolutely. But I am. <laughs> when you're at home with, with when your, I'm at home because family? I had a toddler, like he's just oh. gonna come in and out anyway. Mm. So I'm released. But like, not if I had a guest over. Like, not if you were at home. <laughs> <Get over. laughs> My mum was cracking up the other day. She's like, "Have you seen that funny as um, meme where this lady like comes out and she's like, and if you don't like me peeing with the door open, go to a different McDonald's." <laughs> <laughs> That is so good. Yes. No, I would only do it at home with Matt and I and Bo, and it's mainly because Bo's going to smash Even on the door. Even if you're going to um, take the chocolate log out the oven. 10 out of 10. And we literally did it this morning. Wow. So and he's like, thing. are you doing poos? And I'm like, oh my God, this is TMI. But when we were out, <laughs> I had my period over the weekend, and we were out and about in Foxton and stuff, and we shared a toilet. Like, he went on the toilet, and I went, and he, I wiped, and he was like, is that blood? <laughs> really like, loud. Yes, I was like, she's like, is that blood? I was like, no, darling, no. It's just I was in at a cafe in a toilet and it was so loud. Is that blood or poos? I was like, no more. I'm never doing this again. Why don't you just go up and tell the waiter about it? Oh, honestly, I was like, can we keep it down? This is a personal debate. I'm literally doing this so that you don't run away from me because I can't trust you to be outside by yourself. So just like, be my person and don't don't dob me in. Oh, he he dobbed you into the entire blood. I think I saw it on Facebook. It said a girl was in a cubicle and she's got blood. She got blood. She got blood. She got the blood. Thanks for that, Bo. Um, um, so you're a no. So I will pee with the door open when I'm home alone. I don't know why. My mum did it too. We both did it. Or she'd go for a wee and we'd just have a chat. I don't know. <laughs> My stepdad would be like, you two, shut the bloody door. But we just loved having a chat. Um, but no, Sam and I had big door shutters. Big, yeah, big door I really shutters. wish I'd keep that. Yeah, no, yeah. sorry. Fuck it. <laughs> okay, so you're trying to watch Do we want to keep going? Okay, let's should do one oh, more. Um, oh, let's do um, a really quick one. Okay, really quick one. <laughs> Telling a friend they have something in their teeth. Oh, do you know what? Uh, absolutely, because yeah, I, wish, I want people to do it for me, but Same. I never want to embarrass anyone. I hate but it. But I know you, you would rather tell someone than walk around with a bottle of spinach. Yeah, or like when you get in the car and then you're like, that was such a great catch-up. I got to meet all their friends. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, I've had a peppercorn right in my yes. teeth. And just be like, hey, hun, just go like this. Or I just do or this. Oh. Yeah. Like, just do like a little, oh, eyebrow and do that. Yeah, easy. Like, easy. absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we don't right. really absolutely not. No, I feel like we're just feeling positive, really positive just today. Just positive sellies. Okay. okay. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just do some quick cues. Are you a stay-in gal or a go-out gal? It definitely depends for me. I feel like I've become more of a stay-in gal and so. I appreciate being in, in and enjoying the end. But I do love going out. But it's a specific kind of going out. Mm. Like, I don't want to go out and get fucking We're not shit going to town, anymore, to town yeah. But I want to go out and have dinner and a couple of drinks. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I do I do love staying in. I get very excited when we've got no plans and then I can just stay You can binge a whole season yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, so good. Or I just binge eat. It's even Oh, better. that too. Binge in both ways. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, shoot, shag or marry. 
Jay Babes, Harry Styles, or Channing Tatum. Okay, this is hard for me because like this shake, is really, shake, shake. This is really <laughs> hard because we are horny and want them all. <laughs> we want every single one of them. Okay, for me, I feel like marry Harry because then I get the best of both worlds. Yep, like true, a hun- true, so, true. Mm, Okay, so I do love Bieber, but you know, uh, shoot. Oh Bieber, God. I know, which is hard for me to say. I'm sorry. It's hard for me to say because I think he's amazing. I do. I love him. I, I love the way. I feel really sad for him how his life turned out with all of the, you know, like oh, just craziness. But I just have to shoot him because Channing would be a real good one. Yeah. He'd be a good hop on, stop on. But did you not see that picture of Bieber that circulated with when, when we saw his diddle? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. True. True. Take it back. I actually googled it on purpose because I was like, I want to see. I've got to save him a favourite. Oh, please share Should again. We repost it later. Okay. So, but I'm going to commit to what I said. Shoot Bieber, um, Mar- Shag, Channing, and Mary Harry because no, I love no. Harry. Okay. That's you. Do you? I'm supportive. <laughs> I'm celebrating that you want to. But wanna... get fucked. It's not what I would do. Yeah. Get fucked. Um. Fuck off. I'm bar- marrying Harry. So we're going to have oh, to share him. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Polygamy. What's that? Polygamy. What's that? When you like have more than one partner. Oh, that's a bit naughty. Polygamous? Is that when you've got like a, is it a man and many wives? I'm not sure. Maybe wow. I've got that one wrong. Just don't be, so, fun word. don't be so greedy. Yeah, chill out. But we can be because I would also love to um, have very, a great time with Bieber. Yeah. Um, and would I'm going to shoot Channing. Oh, but Channing and I could dance together. Well, that's why I feel like he's got the rhythm. Like he's got the snake. Oh, he's got he's the moves. Really got, he's really got the hips. Yeah, he'd, he'd really, really he'd his... be a, I mean, have you seen him in Magic Mike? Holy bajingos. Yeah. Okay, now I stick with it. I'm going to shag Bieber. I'm going to marry Harry. That rhymes. And I'm going to I'm gonna shoot Shannon Tatum. Well, that's all right. Just shoot him after I've had my turn, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When he's absolutely lying on the floor and he can't move. Absolutely. That means you had sex on the floor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here Shaggy. Here for it. No, no, no. When you come here and hand the crib with the girl next door. No, this is the bathroom. Picture this. We were both butt naked banging on the bathroom floor. Love it. Shannon with Okay. And um, last one. Biggest inspiration. Biggest inspiration. I just I'm... sang it because I didn't think I <laughs> spoke it clearly enough. <laughs> I'm still um... thinking about having sex with Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, Damn. A little, I'm a bit distracted. I'm a bit distracted. Um, I feel like this was hard for, to answer, which is sad because I should just be able to say a name. I feel like many people, you inspire me massively. Oh I feel like God. the way that your brain works, the way that you're so <laughs> open. Um, mm. I love the way that you're so self-aware. Like you inspire me in that way. My mum inspires me with everything she's been yeah. through. My sister inspires me because she's a good person. Matt inspires me, but I. I think I try not to look and idolise people too much because yeah. I want to kind of pave my own path at the same time. Yeah. So a bit of a mixture. I feel like lots of people around me and lots of things around me inspire me. Make you feel inspired Yeah, as well. I feel like it inspired by many things. And yeah. lots of, um, I know it sounds dumb, but even lots of media. Like lots of, yeah. um, like I've just watched the series twice, Heartstopper. Oh, that spoke to me to on it. so many levels. It was beautiful and I was super inspired by that. So yeah, yeah I, find, I think I find inspiration in lots of things. Yeah, I love that. And that's really great that you're not the whole idolising thing because people will be like, oh my God, I want to be like Beyonce or, or something. Yeah. yeah, so it's that's really healthy. Um, mine is Sam. I just love him so much and his commitment and dedication to everything he does. Um, getting out of bed very early in the morning. He commits and he's dedicated to his training. He's just a great person. He carves the life that he wants and he's just honest and real. And I'm like, quite often when I'm really down, I'll say to him, I just want to be you for a week because he's just got this beautiful perception he's on life. Nice and this gigantic heart. And I'm like, I just want a day in the life of Sammy. But then he says, well, half of that is like, I love you. you. And so then so then I can be my own biggest inspiration. And that's not coming from a cocky place. That's coming from a massive 
massive self-love journey of me as we all know I was living my best life and so I'm trying to inspire myself every day to either get back there or learn to just be this new person mm. um, and get out get your ass out of bed every morning bitch um, so I think we can all I would love everyone to be able to say out there that you inspire yourself yeah for sure because you're turning up that. for yourself every day and committing to yourself and everyone should have like a few sort of like things they want to achieve throughout the day so that's totally. an inspiration so yeah those were our quick cues well done for making it this far friends we <sighs> love that you stick with us we are mm. so appreciative we have flip flop on the charts we've noticed we've been oh up my and down. god guys one minute we were number 16 on the top podcast charts which is outrageous next minute we're 101 and then now we're at 53 yeah or it's been like it went up and then down no yes yes yeah, yeah. it's wild I but like, like how it. cool that we have had such great connections with you and yet you stick around so thank you and so much i think we're just gonna have to agree that this is how long the potties will be yeah sorry we can't keep promising false yeah. promises look we yeah. chat it's for us um yeah. stick with it or just peace out chop chop it up into quarters if yeah, you yeah we've got some friends that watch it in parts good yeah. for you chop, chop, for you. It up, chop it up listen to some at dinner some in bed you know um, maybe let us know who you'd shoot, shake, and marry, and if you've got yes. any good recommendations for next week, because I do love a shoot, shake, marry. Oh, I love. It. We played this the other day, and wow, it got heated. Loved it. Loved oh, it. people get very We played it with real people. Oh no! <laughs> Ooh, I, this is a safe space. We don't know if it's safe. <laughs> no, no, no! Don't ever put me in there. I'll be very upset if you shake me. That's when you can say. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. <laughs> we're still on a Sorry, we're, sweating. we're in okay. the sink. Yeah, I'm still thinking about Bieber. Okay, All right, guys. bye. bye.